Hello and welcome to Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio. I am your host, Nate Jones. With me, as always, it's been a long time, but Philip Wokey Thomas. How are you doing today, Philip? I'm pretty good, Nate. It's the first Two Minute Drill of 2019, so I can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> no one can complain. Everyone's Nobody always can. like, wow, it's a new time. You know, I'm used to hearing these guys on Mondays. <laughs> Couldn't remember what time we did the show last year. Like um, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. <laughs> we're, we're noon guys now. Yeah. We're nooners. Um, your afternoon drive or your lunch break. Um, no one's probably listening to this on their drive right now, but you could be taking a lunch break out in the hall right now. Uh, we appreciate you listening to us. Um, if you don't know what the two-minute drill is, and you might get it confused with the off-drilling show that's also on UCCS Radio, this is a two-minute drill. We focus on sports, but it's mostly basketball here. Um, we cover the NBA mostly. We even get to go to Nuggets games sometimes, so that's pretty cool. Um, we're going to start talking about the All-Star game here. So they released the starters for the All-Star game. Uh, were there any surprises for you on who was starting for uh, either side? Um, not really. The only person I didn't expect to see on there was Paul George as a starter. Okay. And then Wasser Rutt. Russell, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not expect him to not be a starter in the uh, uh, All-Star game. But whenever it comes to, like, LeBron is now, like, in the West now, I guess somebody just has to lose a spot. And then somebody yeah. gains a spot in the East. So I was surprised to see Kemba in yeah. the East as well. I think he's playing really well this year. But um, I just want to see him on a different team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's a pretty good point. Um, yeah, I was surprised to see Kemba as well. Um, I was kind of surprised Giannis got the captain spot for the Eastern side. Mm -hmm. um, I think that'll be fun. Him, him and LeBron. I'm kind of excited it's not LeBron and Steph again. Yeah. Um, because Well, obviously it couldn't be this year. But um, it has a little more dynamic. And having one of the young guys there I think is important as mm -hmm. well. Um, so to go over everything so everyone knows who's starting, who's not starting for either side, um, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Paul George, Steph Curry, James Harden, those are your Western Conference All-Stars. Now, these guys won't all be on the same team. It depends how LeBron and Giannis pick their teams, um, but they will start the game no matter what side mm -hmm. they're on. Uh, then your NBA Eastern Conference All-Stars, you got Giannis, Uncun Tempo, I butcher that name every time, uh, Kawhi <laughs> Leonard, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, and as Philip mentioned earlier, the surprise here, Kemba Walker. Uh, yeah, they're probably the 10 best players in the NBA right oh, now. Yes. Um, you could probably sub Kemba out of there. I was really hoping Luka Donich would have gone in there. Um, I, I think it was a lot of the NBA players in the media went against him on that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fans were definitely voting for him. I was voting for him, but like, even whenever it was like halfway, I think like a little bit, no, it was like beginning of January. I was like, there's no way he's going to be a starter just because, you know, the players aren't going to vote for him. And then the media is definitely not going to vote for him. Um, yeah. Actually, the other way around. I feel like the media might have voted for him, but the players, I don't think they would would have voted for him at yeah. all. Yeah. So he did. He finished with the second most votes in the West for the front court, but yeah. he did not get the spot. I don't know. That, that's weird to me. And then Dwayne Wade finished with, Almost 2 million votes. Derrick Rose, almost 33.5 million votes in the Western Conference. And neither are starting. Yeah. It's probably a good sign they're all going to make it um, into 
uh, they're probably going to make it into the reserves, Mm -hmm. uh, not quite the starters. So we should be able to see them. Um, A lot of people think that the final guard spot in the East was actually Victor Oladipo's. Mm -hmm. And it went to Kemba because of Victor Oladipo's injuries that we can talk about later. Um, So first, let's talk about this is going to be televised. They're going to televise this draft between LeBron James, Steph Curry. Now, this is the second year that this draft has happened. And the first time, we didn't get to see anything that happened with it. Um, We heard it was really funny. (laughs) LeBron James tweeted afterwards, we should have filmed that. We didn't get to see any of it. What are you looking forward to for this? And do you think it's going to be fun? Or do you think it's going to be kind of like, I wasted an hour watching two guys talk. Um, I think it's still going to be fun. Honestly, I was thinking it was it would be even funner if it was Captain LeBron and then Captain Joel Embiid. Because Joel yes. Embiid can just talk so much crap. Yes. It'd be so funny. And like Joel Embiid just like a comedian off the court. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's it would have been awesome. But I feel like it's still going to be funny. I feel yeah. like it's still going to be interesting to watch. Um, I don't, I can't put myself in the head of Giannis of who okay. he would pick. Yeah. Especially if, like going first and stuff like that. But yeah. Um I can see LeBron. Um I feel like the first person he would pick would either be Kyrie or Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Just gonna put it out there. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that I, I think LeBron will probably go Kawhi. Mm-hmm. I think Giannis is going to look for run and gun kind of offense from yeah. the beginning there. So I think what he's going to do is he's going to grab uh, Kyrie if he can, James Harden if he can, and then like Embiid or something like that. Because someone released a stat yesterday that showed the Bucks where they take their shots the most for. Every player is in the key except for Lopez. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that he takes the most his most shots from the three-point three, line. Yeah. And we we were at a game when he went off for eight three-pointers. Yeah. We saw it. That's so fascinating. Yeah. They have all these other guys, and most of them take shots. I think Giannis is shooting 17% from the three-point line. They're not a good three-point shooting team, but they're great at getting in that key, and they're just fast. So I think Giannis is going to look for someone who can play that well. Fa- Kyrie's perfect for that. Oh, yeah. Kyrie and Giannis... I think that'd be a really fun matchup. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in someone like James Harden in there who will get to the line 40 times somehow in an all-star game, um, which is frustrating. But um, we can talk about that later and the frustrations with James Harden. Yeah. But yeah, and we don't know who the reserves are going to be. There'll probably be a couple bucks that are reserved, so he might pick mm-hmm. his bucks teammates. Or LeBron just might pick them, so it's not <laughs> with Giannis. We'll, we'll see how it all goes. Yeah. But uh, a lot of fun. Hope to see... I'm excited to see who the reserves are. If Donich is not in it, that's a mistake because yeah. arguably he's one of the most clutch players mm-hmm. this season. Stat-wise, he takes the most clutch shots Definitely. compared to any other player in the league right now. Um, the dude's just sensa- sensational. So, oh, yeah. I mean, what, what more can you do? Um, and then to not have him in there is like, it's kind of a slap to the face of the fans. A little yeah. Bit. Just because like... Our voice doesn't matter. Yeah. Like we voted for him, they, he got so much, so many votes. <laughs> yeah, and like to not have him in there, it, it's just, it's just like then why even let us have a say in voting, you know? Yeah, it reminds me a lot of Joel Embiid, not last year but the year before. He was really running and gunning for the All Star game, and he didn't get it, even though he led centers in votes. Yeah, and he didn't even get a reserve spot either. Mm-hmm. So 
kind of ridiculous. Um, but we'll see. It's interesting how the NBA plays it. They know their stuff. They know who people want to watch. But yeah. if Luka Doncic goes off in the All-Star game, it's people are going to tune into that. Definitely. So, um, All right. So we're going to take a quick music break. It's the first show. We're not great at talking for long times yet. <laughs> uh, so we'll be right back um, after this music break. Stay tuned. Welcome back. That was a beautiful music break, wasn't it? That was Thunder by Imagine Dragons. We are the Two Minute Drill with Philip and Nate. And we are an IBS nominated for Best Sports Talk Show. So you're listening to one of the best in college radio. So you're welcome. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're back talking about the NBA, of course. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about everything now. We talked a little bit about the All-Star Game, who the starters are. We'll probably in the next couple weeks go more in depth once we know who the reserves are, coaches, stuff like that. Um, I'm looking forward to it. The NBA All-Star Weekend is the best All-Star Weekend across any league. Mm-hmm. They have the most fun. They have the best halftime shows. And the games are the most fun because people are just people who don't dunk dunk. People who don't shoot threes shoot threes. It's really fun. Um, so we'll start with the Eastern Conference. Um, just to give you a sense of where everyone's at in the Eastern Conference, we'll tell you the top eight teams. Below that, it's not really important at this point. Uh, so number one, we have the Bucks, Two, Raptors. Three Pacers who just lost their star for the rest of the season. Yeah. That's rough. I didn't know they were in the third spot. That mm, is rough. That is. Four, you have the 76ers. Five, you have the Boston Celtics. Six, the Brooklyn Nets. I'll repeat myself here. Number six, the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are going to the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs started today. Anyone who called that is lying. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Hornets. How? Number eight, Heat. Heat. <laughs> Not Heat. <laughs> uh, the Miami Heat. Yeah, this whole playoff. Situation doesn't make any sense in the to East, me. Not at all, especially the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. Who? That? Who? <laughs> I mean, I remember the guy with the whole controversy in L.A. with like yeah, Swaggy yep, P yep. and all that. We're not going to bring that up now. No, but because um, you're listening, to Swaggy P. We don't want to disrespect you yeah. like that. <laughs> but the Nuggets did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Shots fired. <laughs> Um, the problematic light is on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I didn't expect the 76ers to be in the fourth spot. I expected them to be at least two or three. Yeah. Um, you know, the Bucks are really surprising me. But, you know, the Indiana Pacers, it's all downhill from here. I, I just yeah. don't know who can, who can ride out their team. Like Evan Turner, he's not an elite center to me. Yeah, no, it, it's tough. Victor Oladipo is having one of his best seasons. Yeah, he's really become a breakout star after being traded there. Yeah, it stinks. Uh, you know, they'll probably still make the playoffs because East is that bad. Because yeah. in the number eight spot are the Heat, who are twenty two and twenty four. Right now, the Pacers are thirty two and fifteen. So the Heat are how many games back of? They're twelve games back of the first spot. Pacers only two and a half. So mm-hmm. you you put. About nine and a half games for them to drop. I don't think it happens yeah. between now and then the season. We're already halfway through the season, so I think they'll probably land around the seven eight spot. Probably get swept unless they find a star. You know, they yeah. could. Um, you know, we we'll talk about this more in depth later. But do you think they pick up Melo now? Indiana Pacers? Yeah. No, I no, don't think so. Really. Honestly, um, the only place I see Melo right now is L.A. Yeah. And the Lakers. But that's right. just because he's LeBron's best friend. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. We'll talk about that more later. Mm-hmm. Um, he does want to be a contributor. And so this is a spot where 
he could get on that team and yeah. possibly help them make the playoffs or help them not make the playoffs. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, so Bucks and Raptors are theoretically tied for first place, um, mostly because the Bucks have played best games than the Raptors. Raptors right. have a better winning record, but have more losses. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Bucks, you technically have a better winning percentage, so they're in the one spot um, compared to the two spot. Yeah, the Bucks are kind of surprising to me. Mm-hmm. I They're good, a very good basketball team. The fact that they've only lost 12 games is a testament to their team. Um, but people need to stop sleeping on the Celtics. The Celtics have a lot of chemistry issues, and but when they're good, they're good. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving should be in the MVP conversation. Yes. A lot of people are not putting him in that conversation. He should be. That game against the Raptors a couple weeks ago was insane. Yeah, I, I feel that the Boston Celtics are kind of in the situation that the Cleveland Cavaliers were in last year, where like people were doubting them, but once the playoffs come around, they turn it on and stuff like that. So I can't be too mad at them right now because they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to make the playoffs. I believe they're going to make the Eastern Conference final, it's iffy to me if they're going to make the finals. But honestly, if it's like, let's say, the Boston Celtics versus Toronto, yeah, I think they have a really good shot. Okay. But if it's the Boston Celtics versus Milwaukee, they kind of had a little trouble in last year's, um, in last year's playoffs with them. So yep. it could be iffy. But if they're just playing so well and the young guys are playing like they did last year, they're, they're final contenders. They're, it's it's no question, honestly. Yeah. And they do have three guys that can go off if need be. That'd yeah. be Ch- Jason Tatum, Kyrie Irving, or Gordon Hayward. Two of which, Jason Tatum and Hayward, have not really shown that this season, but we've seen it in past. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving... It seems like some games he doesn't feel like he needs to take over, and some he does. Yeah. Like, whenever they're playing, like, another contender, boom, it's on. He's ready to go. It's not a problem anymore. So they kind of need to figure that out. But Brad Stevens is one of the best coaches in the league. And so if anyone can figure it out, it seems like they're starting to figure it out. Yeah. They're on a five-game winning streak. They're beating teams they should be beating, um, which is something the Nuggets have struggled with. We'll talk about when we get to the East, but... Yeah, so that's the Eastern Conference. Any team on the outside looking in, do you think will kind of get over that hump and take that eight or seventh spot? Um, the only team that I could have, I could see doing that is the Detroit Pistons, and that's because I just have a little bit more faith in Blake Griffin than like other people do. Because I feel yeah. like some people have really written him <laughs> off, especially whenever he got traded. I feel like people just automatically forgot about him. I mean, yeah. like, this was the guy that was, like, rumored to be Space Jam 2, you know? Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. So, it's a fall. It, it was a, like, that's a far fall from grace. Yeah. So, but I, you know, I want to see the Heat in the playoffs. It's it's Wade's last season. I'd like to see him in the playoffs. It's just, you know, even if they get knocked out in the first round, I just want to see Wade, playoff Wade, you know? Yeah, and I, and I feel like he's playing good, but some other dudes they really need to step it up. And you know, I'm not. I hate to be the guy that always be like, trade him, trade him. They need to trade Whiteside. Yeah. So here's my prediction for the 
I think they'll make the playoffs. They'll get swept again or just get eliminated. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Spolstra gets fired. Really? Which is a big thing. It's not because he's a bad coach. It's just they, they've kind of been stagnant. They He's made the playoffs with no stars several times. But maybe there's changes in the organization. Yeah. I don't think they're going to solve anything. Like I think they'll be 15th in the East next year if they do fire him. Yeah. I think he goes to the Timberwolves. I think he really? fixes the Timberwolves. And I think, yeah, that's that's a very yeah off prediction. But I think a coach like him with young players like Cat and Wiggins and then if D. Rose stays with that team, mm-hmm. that could be something special. Yeah. Um, but we'll see where everything happens. Because if he doesn't get fired, obviously it's not an option. But I would love to see a good coach go to the Timberwolves. Thibodeau is arguably a good coach. But he struggled a lot, so I don't know I if don't we can... Know. I don't know about that, man. I didn't have faith in Thibodeau. Whenever he got fired, I you know, I was surprised, but yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't angry because I was like, <laughs> honestly, give the job to Chauncey Billups. Give the job to Chauncey Billups. Make him either your GM or coach. Okay. Honestly... Minnesota, you have such a great opportunity right now. Listen to me. I know you're listening, so listen, <laughs> so listen good. Chauncey Billups as GM. Okay. Kevin Garnett as coach. I'm walking out of the studio. Yeah, they lead the league in technical fouls, but... Um, <laughs> and coaches and coach ejected. ejected, yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a bad <laughs> choice. Um, I also think Scott Brooks is going to get fired, and then... Thibodeau is going to go to the Wizards. It needs to happen. Honestly, if we're talking about coach firings, I'm going to jump over to the West here. Yeah. If the Oklahoma City Thunder doesn't produce something this year, I honestly think it's it's done for their coach. It's yeah. He's had so much. It's surprising. It's surprising. Billy Donovan. Yeah. I'm surprised that he's even stayed around as long as he has right now, and I feel that. Paul George staying in Oklahoma City saved his saved his job. Yep. For this season. But after this season, if they don't produce something, something, because they have they have the tools. Yeah. Because to me, they have a big two with a little third person who is Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder. Yeah. But and yeah, they just need to do something and they need to do something in this trade. Um during the trade season. Like yeah. Before the trade deadline, something. They need to do something. Yeah. Um, so I was looking at Billy Donovan right now. Yeah. This is the last year of his contract. So definitely if they don't do something, they just don't pick up his option. Yeah. Or they don't re-sign him yeah. for a future deal. Um, yeah, I never thought that that made sense. Like, he's been a college coach, and he was a decently successful college coach. But his offenses were standard. Basically, he he's never created his own system. Yeah, like it just it made no sense to me. He doesn't doesn't seem like players love him too much. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that was a great segue into the Western Conference. We love segues here. <laughs> um, so in the West now we have uh, here's how it stands. A lot of people are surprised by this, but uh, Warriors one, Nuggets two, Thunder three. Pretty good in the West. Uh, Trailblazers four, Rockets five, Spurs six. Coach Popovich is a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek White is doing great. UCCS, gra- uh, not grad, but UCCS product. Uh, he's doing great there. The whole team is just phenomenal. Seven Jazz, eight Clippers, 
And on the outside looking in, a game and a half back of the eighth spot are your Los Angeles Lakers. Um, and then Kings, Timberwolves, Pelicans, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Suns uh, finish it out in the Western Conference. Biggest surprises in the Western Conference so far? To me, um, it's that the Utah Jazz are not higher than they should be. Honestly, they should be in the fourth seed, but they're in the seventh seed. <coughs> Donovan Mitchell is struggling this year. It's that, you know, that sophomore slump that most, you know, real, you know, rookies, whenever they ball out their first year, you know, they come to the second year and it's kind Jason of Jason like, Tatum is also a product of that. Kind so. of slumping. Yeah. Um, I can't, I don't know if it's the same for Ben Simmons. I don't know his stats really that well, um, but... I'm assuming he's just getting less shots down that Billy, I mean, uh, Jimmy Butler's there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel like the main surprise to me is the Utah Jazz, the Spurs, and the L.A. Clippers. Because if the L.A. Clippers are the reason the L.A. Lakers do not make the playoffs, <laughs> that is crazy. That's, that's, it's very funny to me. It's just, like, it's very funny. And then, um, yeah. I didn't think the Portland Trailblazers were going to be where they are, but they're they're there. Um, Damian Lillard is doing all right. I feel like it's more CJ McCollum this year, just because I don't know. But yeah, that's the biggest surprise to me. Um, other than that, like, I mean, I feel like everybody in Colorado is just like, "Wow, the Nuggets are doing good this year." That's yeah. crazy. But, like, we've been saying that since, what, October? Oh, yeah. We both predicted them <laughs> to make the playoffs. And we both predicted them pretty high up Yeah. Um, within the organization. So, I think that's pretty powerful. I think we we both had them in, like, the fourth spot. Yeah. So, um, we both believed in the Nuggets this year. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that they do struggle with is they don't have home court advantage. They do play well at home. But it's still, like, you'll see a lot of the other team's fans there. And sometimes they can take over. I remember when I went to a Celtics game there. It wasn't this year, but it was last year. They're still doing pretty well. Like, Celtics cheers overpowered Nuggets. And that's not great when you're at home. At home. Yeah. And so, and a lot of, like, Nuggets media are, like, take offense to it. But it's still, like, over five, five to 10,000 of those fans are for the other team. And that's still a big amount. Um, and come playoff time, will the other team overmatch your team? Like that that's a big thing, is like especially if they're one or two seed, having like the seventh or eighth seed who's has more fans than you do, like th- that hurts. Yeah. And you know, home court advantage can be a big thing when it comes to the finals and um Western Conference finals. So we'll see what happens there. But they are still surprised. They're playing really well. Isaiah Thomas is predicted to come back the home stretch before the All-Star game. So we might be seeing Isaiah Thomas here in the next two weeks. I love the thought of that. <laughs> yeah, and I think they do too. Yeah. Um, they're a team that it, it seems like they're a little overcrowded. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting how they work Isaiah Thomas in it. But imagine, they're slumping, and then him and Mason Plumlee just run that second unit. Oh, yeah. Mason Plumlee's been playing phenomenal. Definitely. I, I think that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I can't wait to watch something like that. Um, Who do you think that are going to be the biggest trade out of the Western Conference, do you think? 
I I personally think it's going to be the Grizzlies. They're either it's either going to be it's either going to be Conley or Gasol. Um, one of those one of those dudes is going to go. Yeah. I don't know where, honestly, but they're going to go. I don't yeah. think anyone wants to take Conley's contract. Yeah. I think he's still technically the highest paid point guard in the league. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't produce the numbers yeah. as the highest paid point guard should. Um, so I don't know who's really going to take him. Uh, I think the, the Lakers need to do something. I don't know what they're going to do, um, but they're like they're one game above 500. Honestly, I'd trade... I'd try and get a deal for JaVel McGee and um, something. JaVel McGee, Beasley. Michael Beasley for Paul Gasol, for Marc Gasol. Honestly, I would take Marc Gasol. Yeah. I have I, more faith in him than I do Beasley or um, McGee. All right. This is completely wrong. And so hot take alert, but it's also a wrong take alert. <laughs> and if this happens, I want someone to just give me $1,000 because... <laughs> Notre Dame is over here. I think that they're in talks to somehow acquire Clay Thompson from the Golden State Warriors. I this probably doesn't exist, but they need shooting. Oh yeah, that's what they need more than anything else. Definitely, they have good passers. They have pretty good guys in the post, mm-hmm. but they don't have shooters. They don't have a three point shooter. Nah. And what they need to beat teams like the Warriors and even the Nuggets, and especially like the Thunder and Rockets are three-point shooting. And... You think they would get him through trade? Oh, yeah. I think they would throw McGee, Beasley, and Rondo probably at that. Really? Because the one thing the Warriors don't need is three-point shooting. So they're going to look at Clay and be like, okay, what else do you provide to us other than three-point shooting? Mm-hmm. And he provides other things, but... He's decent on defense. But I don't think he's a leader in that locker room. Oh, no, not at all. I don't think he... Uh, you know, he gets hot sometimes, but I don't think they need him. Like, they really, it's just like, I think he's a free agent after this year or the next year. They're going to have to pay him a lot in order for him to stay. So maybe just get rid of him now so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I I, I don't know. It It's a huge win for the Lakers, but I don't know if the Lakers necessarily have everyone the Warriors would want. Yeah. But maybe some draft picks. I would say either give them... Because I feel like they're really stacked on, like, big men. Because, like, I feel like you can, like, kind of sub Kevin Durant as a big man sometimes. Okay. Um, But I feel like they would either trade... To get Clay Thompson, they would have to trade... I feel like they'd have to give up Rondo. They'd maybe even have to ship Ball and Ingram. Yeah, I think they give Ingram not ball. Um, I don't even think they would. Warriors would take ball. Honestly, I don't think they'd want Lonzo. Ball has a high ceiling. Yeah, I think. Um, his bro- Lamelo is very good. Really? Yeah, I, I I've been watching his because he's actually playing in high school again. Okay, I was um, like, is he is he in Lithuania? <laughs> Where is he at? In the world? I don't know. He's uh, in some prep school in Ohio. Okay, um, and he is. Very talented. He is very, he's a very talented young man. Um, he has, he can shoot, he can take over games. What about his older brother? His other brother? Other than uh, the, he's uh, trash. He's, he's um, okay. I, I don't think he's great. Yeah. Um, Leangelo Ball. Yeah, he, Leangelo will probably get on a G League team at some point. But the whole thing about them pushing the Lakers is just hurting their players because honestly, Leangelo could be 
effective on another team. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. They get put him on the Suns. He, he's a, <laughs> he's the best rebounder out of the balls, and that's about it. He, his three point shooting's off. He's not. He should have stayed in college. His dad's ruining his son's yeah. professional careers. But that's another show for another day. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Lakers need to make a move. Now, we'll talk about this now. Does Carmelo Anthony make the Lakers any better? No. Not at all. Um, to me, well, it depends on his attitude whenever he comes into the Lakers. Like, if he's going to come into the atti- with the attitude that he had in Oklahoma City... Then no, he's not. He's not going to make them any better. I mean, I mean, if he's going to demand a starting spot, and then refuse to come off the bench, and then take up his own shots, and then not listen to his coach, because I don't feel that if Carmelo comes on the Lakers, they have no respect for um, yeah. Luke Walton, and it's not. It's not anything against Luke Walton. It's just they came into the league with Luke Walton. You know they played against this dude and stuff like yeah. that and like basically some of them are what is lebron even is lebron older than luke walton yes no okay i i don't know they came in at the same time but luke walton went to college okay so but our stats department is definitely looking at this right now <laughs> oh, oh we'll let the stats department get in on that i'll, <laughs> I'll keep going um yeah i just don't think Carmelo Anthony makes the Cel- I mean the Lakers any better. Um, the only pl- and like that's the only place I I see him honestly, just because I don't see any other team really wanting him, just because of what happened in Oklahoma City and then the Rockets not wanting him. These are like major teams that don't want this guy, you know, that are just that shop him around. So. I I wish I want I w- I'm not saying this because I don't want like Carmelo Anthony in the league. I want him in the league. I love Carmelo Anthony. You know, I think he's a really great player. You know, I think he's a really great guy. Um, you know, lackluster on defense. Um, I don't feel that I give. I feel like people give him a little bit too much credit on offense yeah. as well. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I think that's interesting. So the stats department came back. They just handed me the sheet. Um, LeBron James is 34. Luke Walton is 38. So okay. uh, four-year age difference yeah. there. Um, yeah. Also, looking at LeBron, the season he's having, he's Mr. Consistent. Mm-hmm. In his 15th season in the league, so for his career, his career stats, he's averaged 38.6 minutes, 27.2 points, uh, 50.4% from the field, 34.4 from three-point line. He's averaged 7.4 rebounds, 7.2 assists, and 1.6 steals. This is his stats this season. 34.6 minutes, 27.3 points, 0.1 above his career average, 51.8 from the field. That's almost a full percentage, almost two full percentage points from his career uh, 35.6, three-point, also up from career. 8.3 rebounds, up from career. 7.1, point one down from his career average. 1.3 steals. That's .3 less than his career. How is he doing this in his 15th season? That is no absolutely insane. <laughs> um, hopefully he comes back soon. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so that LeBron James Jr. can play with him. Yeah. Has this been the longest he's been out in his career, though? Because I can't remember a time where LeBron was hurt for this long. Yeah. Because, you know, I know most people were watching the Christmas game. Whenever I saw that, my heart was broken. I was like, oh, no. I was, no, no, not on Christmas. Like, don't go out on Christmas. But then they lock it down. Rondo played great. Um, Zubats came into fruition. And he has continued to play well, which is, I feel like is great for them. Yeah. But, yeah, I just... LeBron is an anomaly in the NBA. There's not going to be players like him that are doing it like him, you know? Because, like, our players aren't, are players even going to want to play for as long as he's played? I don't know. Because, like, Kyrie, didn't he came out a couple weeks ago saying that he wants to be done by his early 30s. Yeah. Which is, like, five, six years. Yeah. So, it's funny you mentioned this. I actually just pulled up an article about um, how will LeBron James age? Mm-hmm. He signed a four-year deal. Will he age like Kobe or will he age like Bird? And both age pretty poorly when it comes to NBA. Like, Bird, towards the end of his career, laid on the floor because he couldn't sit because it hurt his back too much. Oh. In order to, like, it would stiff up, stiffen up too much to where he wasn't playing effectively. And then we saw Kobe's hole. He aged poorly as well, yeah. but he aged in a more gradual sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but NBA data suggests that they age like milk. They're good, they're good, they're good, they're bad. Yeah. And people are afraid they'll happen to LeBron. Now, as we just shared, his stats don't show it. And arguably, according to his stats, he's in his peak right now. Mm-hmm. So it depends on how gradual, how steep that decline is. But <laughs> we could be seeing the end of LeBron yeah. James. I, I was I thought we were seeing it honestly in the earlier in the season whenever he was just you couldn't he couldn't even make a free throw, the dude could not make a free throw at all. Yep. And it was it was crazy because dude used to knock them down and stuff. So, um, yeah, it, I feel like it all depends on how the Lakers manage him with other players, especially like giving him the rest that he needs and stuff, but. It's it's LeBron James. This is the dude who spends like what up to like ten million dollars on his own body. Yeah, and stuff. So mm, I I always want to say that I can like put a prediction on when he's going to turn bad, but like I don't want to like make that prediction and then him prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing with like this age thing. So there have been. 4,179 players who have played in the NBA since 1946. All these players, only 17 ever played more than 3,000 minutes in a single season at the age of 33 or older. Last year, LeBron played 3,026 minutes at the age of 23. Um, He probably won't reach that number this year Mm -hmm. due to the fact that uh, this injury. But yeah, it it is a big thing. Um, I think they're being a little cautious with him as well because it was a it's a growing strain. It wasn't even like he didn't pull it exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe they're being cautious, but I don't know. If I saw the slide, I would just pull him in. Because uh, he's been around the team, so his leadership is still there. But yeah, yeah so we'll see. Um, of the teams who are in the playoff, 
favorites right now for the Western Conference. Which ones will make it? Which ones won't? Honestly, um, with LeBron coming back, I feel that the Los Angeles Clippers are going. They're going to switch places. So like the Clippers and the Lakers. Lakers are going to be eight spot. Clippers are going to be out. Um, but other than that, honestly, I think it's going to stay the same right now. I think as it is right now, maybe the Houston Rockets move up the fourth okay. and the Blazers move down to the fifth. Okay. But I, I also can see the Blazers moving up to the third yep. and then Oklahoma City moving down to the fourth. Yep. And yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. Honestly, now that I think about it with CP3 coming back, I think it's nothing but up here for the Rockets. Yeah. CP3 coming back, but... Well, see, the they way, struggled in the beginning with CP3, yeah. so... I mean, the way it is right now, with without the Los Angeles Clippers, I think that's the way it is. You know, it's going to be Lakers 8th, and then the way you see it right now, I feel like it's just going to, it's going to end up like this. Okay. I don't see the, I don't see the Nuggets reclaiming the first spot. Yeah. Even though I, I, you know, I'd, I'd love them to, but, you know, I don't, I just don't see it. Unless they go on like a major tear, unless Isaiah Thomas comes back and is for some reason just playing like he did in Boston. So, yeah, yeah. Um, here's a bold one. I think Lakers and Jazz switch places. Jazz missed the playoffs. Really? Yeah. I I don't. There's nothing I see within the Jazz that yells playoffs to me. Not yet, at least. I mean, they're not. I don't think they're gonna go as far as they did. But okay. I, mean, I think they're gonna. They're make gonna it. make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's a good. The Clippers, so I had the honor of going to a Clippers game uh, while we were off in Los Angeles. They are a very talented team. Oh, yeah. they, they're coached by one of the best coaches in the league, and they have talent, but they make dumb decisions. Yeah. Like, with, they were down by two. Gallinari, this is against the, the uh, Trailblazers. Gallinari goes down. He throws it off the backboard and tries to dunk over... I'm not sure exactly who it was, but someone who he should not be. And he just flops and no fouls called because they basically moved it. It was embarrassing. Boban made a very, I, I love Boban with all of my heart, but he made a similar move. Like yeah. they just make dumb moves towards the end. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think they'll get the eighth spot. And I think the Lakers will have that seventh, maybe even sixth spot. I, I don't know if the Jazz will make it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so one last thing before we're almost at the end of our show here. Um, this just came in from the league office. Bum, 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 breaking news. Um, Jokic has been suspended a game by the NBA for stepping onto the court during the altercation against the Jazz. Oh, with Mason Plumley in favors? Uh-huh. Wow. Yep, and just a, I just saw this tweet here. Um let, let me pull it up real quick to see how ridiculous um, it is. Okay, so for similar altercations, um, Steph Curry stepped on the court during an He was not suspended a game. Um, Jokic was... Uh, not Jokic. Yeah, Jokic was also um, ejected after arguing a call with the ref, Draymond Green. During the Nuggets game was after the ref several times, got a technical, never got ejected. Um, so it definitely seems like 
the refs and the league is not used to the Nuggets being a good team. Yeah. And they should be treating Jokic like a star if they treat everyone else like a star. Yeah. Treat everyone the same. I'm fine with that. But mm-hmm. you're going to treat Steph Curry and Draymond Green as stars, Jokic is arguably in the MVP conversation, so Definitely. he's also a star. And, like, if you looked at the altercation between Mason Plumley and Derek Favors, I thought, I mean, I get whenever it's, like, not escalated yet, you're not supposed to step onto the court. But it escalated to the point where dudes were pushing each other and then going towards each other. <laughs> I feel like that's the moment where you got to let your team, let the other team teammates step onto the court and break up their guys. You know, yeah. maybe, you know, you can like maybe suspend them if they like start <laughs> another altercation with other players and stuff like that. And then it just becomes a brawl. But these dudes were literally about to go at it. Okay. And they, uh, yeah, it, that's ridiculous to me. It's yeah. ridiculous. So we have a lot of breaking news here this morning. Yeah. Uh, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and this is, we might be Notre Dame. Um, it does not involve Clay Thompson, but the Lakers reportedly want to grab a second superstar at the trade deadline. We, we've mentioned how we think they're going to make a move mm-hmm. and are even willing to part with Alonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, and Brandon Ingram to do it. And, Someone photoshopped this picture of Anthony Davis in a Lakers jersey. I'm going to retweet it on our The Two Minute Drill account um, so you guys can see it as well. Um, Yeah, what do you think of it? Do you think they should go after Anthony Davis? This is me playing the game here. And some of you might disagree with me out in the audience here, and even Nate. (laughs) I I don't think they should, because honestly... I think they're already guaranteed AD. Yeah. I think they're already I think they are already guaranteed AD. And then honestly, I would try this is being me because I always like to try long shots and you know my long shots never work out, but try and convince the Raptors that Kawhi's not gonna stay with them. Oh, and All right. Yeah. Why? <laughs> honestly, I just saw, I just saw news. I think the other day, literally yesterday, Kawhi Leonard just bought like a thirteen point million dollar house in San Diego. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like, just, right, San Diego and LA are so far apart from each other. Listen, those I, of you not from California. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen. It's in California, so I'm just saying, and it's a long, it's it's a farther away from, than Toronto. Okay. So yeah. he also bought a house in Toronto, mind you. You can sell it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is NBA Twitter media in a nutshell, uh, especially the fans, not necessarily the media. He buys a house in Toronto, means nothing. He buys a house in San Diego, which is almost four hours away. It means everything, mate. It means everything. <laughs> He's going to LA. He's gone. Oh, gone. man. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to get Davis in the trade deadline. Get rid of Ball. Who cares? You know? I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, take a shot because here's the thing. They don't win some this year. Luke Walton's out of a job. Like, pretty much that whole team's wiped. Magic Johnson might lose his general manager or whatever he is. Like, LeBron will take over. The, LeBron will buy the team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't like it. LeBron <laughs> wants to be in Los Angeles. So it's not a thing of, like, if they don't fix things, he'll leave. If they don't fix things... He'll fix things. You know, there's that famous scene after Age of Ultron where Thanos puts his hand in the gauntlet and says, fine, I'll do it myself. 
Yeah. That's LeBron James right there. <laughs> if this doesn't work out, if he doesn't make it to the finals, he's just going to put that gauntlet on final, do it myself, snap a finger. Yeah. That whole organization is gone. <laughs> Heck yeah. All right. I think that's it for today's <laughs> show. It's been fun. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We just uh, shared the Anthony Davis thing. I said, what do you guys think? Um, let us know what you think. Um, and thank you because we have 110 followers on the two minute drill Twitter account. Nice. So thank you guys for making this part of NBA Twitter. It's fun talking about it and speculating where the Lakers will be at the end of the season. <laughs> um, we're back. So this is our time slot now, Fridays, noon, Mountain Standard time until about 1 PM. We're at 102. We're just, we're having fun. So yeah. we're going long. Um, thank you guys again for joining us. Uh, this will be on SoundCloud later, so keep an eye out for that. And we will see y'all later.